0: Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion.
1: I think we're gonna be. I think we're gonna be safe.
0: No sundial of this episode?
1: Oh, it's going to be, it's such a good bit in this, in this new <laughs> Foolish Mortals episode. It's such a good bit. You'll have to wait and see.
0: Oh, I cannot, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait.
1: Oh, uh, I'm happy to be back here, man. It feels like we're getting back in the saddle,
0: you know? Yeah, man. It's good. It, it's, it's Disney World's turning 50. Oh. And it's just going like. Out? Are
1: you going out on Thursday?
0: Or no, Friday? absolutely not. Absolutely not. i I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there in November sometime, maybe late October. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I listen. I was there for Epcot's 35th birthday.
1: I I wasn't there the day for the 35th, but I was there that year.
0: I was there the day of, and what happened to me was only to be described as like a minor, minor panic attack <laughs> because there were just walls to walls of people. It's there gonna were just be bad. S- There were, there were more people in Epcot, especially when there's events like, um, like I've never been on new year's Eve either. So like when like the fireworks, when everyone's at the hub or everyone's at the world showcase, like uh, that, um, it's a lot of people that are going to be there. And, uh, I don't know, man, I, that that's not the Disney world that, I mean, I get that it's like a public theme park, you know, but like. I like to, I like to vibe like in the wintertime when it's cold and I got to wear a sweatshirt and no I one's around. I do like
1: vibing in the wintertime, especially with all the Christmas trees and music. But Dan, this is hmm. the first time I'll ever, besides Galaxy's Edge, I'll ever be at a park for the event. I have to be, I have to do it once.
0: Oh yeah, buddy. 100% do it. I was there for Space 220's opening. <gasps> Okay.
1: So before we get into the spooks and the scary parts of the episode, I need, 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 need to ask you. Because I woke up my time at three in the morning and it was a sweat bucket. You did. And I was shaken and I got a reservation for myself and my wife. Right.
0: Uh, it's for- amazing. So you got to eat there like just days after I got to be there opening day. So we I, have
1: I haven't eaten there yet.
0: Oh, you didn't oh it was it's this for October, a different trip.
1: October sixteenth is when we're- is Right, okay, okay. So I forgot. if you're looking I f- for offhand Disney at Space 220, just hang around October, the area October 16th, all day I'll be there.
0: October 16th, man. Oh, I, I was like, why do I know that day? Is, oh, cause I'm working on a secret project and October 16th oh, is when something's happening.
1: Um, um Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. How was the atmosphere and how you know, was the food? Space is
0: great. Space is great. So we got there. Um, I won't, it was a it were shenanigans, man, getting into the place. I would imagine. Uh, I don't know if you like everyone day. opening
1: opening day.
0: I want opening opening day because you know what? It's fun to have those stories, you know, like exactly. to like, to be like, Hey, I, like you have, you have galaxy's edge, you know, and you Rise have that story. Yeah. Right. You have those stories to be like, I was here and like, sure. Those stories are fun now, but like in 20, 30 years, when these things have been like, they're like, are just like canon to theme park lore, like yep. these establishments. And you're just like, I was here and they opened and people were like, no, you weren't. And I'd be like, I was. And they ran out of Tang before I sat down. <laughs> it was really upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're out of Tang? Uh, but man, the uh, so we got there early. I went there with, uh, with, uh, with a couple of uh, YouTube buddies, uh Peers of ours, and uh, man, I my favorite part about being someplace opening day is playing find me in the in, in opening day vlogs. So oh, there's like my, yeah. there's like seven or eight vlogs of 220 where I'm there because I'm the tallest, largest thing in the crowd, bearded you know. So <laughs> <laughs> but I really dig it, dude. It's got it's got some fun experiences. It's got some fun. Um... I know what
1: the inside looks like, but other than that, I have not been spoiled for anything. And I it's like. I posted a tweet about this the other day where I'm like, it's like half Horizons slash, you know, uh, Space Station X 1, early Disneyland ride, for those of you who don't know. Uh, And then half, like, Garden Grill at Epcot kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but also Coral Reef, in that it has a similar gimmick. It's got a similar gimmick to Coral Reef, you know, where it's like a wall of stuff that you get to, like, look at while you're eating. I would argue that it's more interesting to watch Coral Reef. A wall, the wall at Coral Reef, because there's always something happening out there. Yeah, and Space uh, 220
1: is just space, and then sometimes an astronaut will fly by and have a lightsaber battle, I've heard.
0: Yeah, yeah. right. That doesn't happen very often, uh, the lightsaber battle. I was there for a solid hour and a half. I've actually, Dallin, secret time. I've been to Space 220 twice. No But there's a rec- I have. I've been to Damn. Space 220 twice. Uh, but we got there. The, there was like it was like it was like literally like uh, like Leonidas holding back like the Persians and three hundred like there was like seven cast members and they were all just holding hands. they're like hold you know <laughs> hold the line uh, cast members like almost got trampled they it was a rough
1: shields out
0: yes it was uh, there were a bunch of and you know who you are there are a bunch of these people who like got, got in the line and then like got out of the line and circled around the flower bed and like stood on the other side of the flower bed so that when the ropes dropped they could like run in faster, but, wow. um, but I, uh, I just brute forced in there and we ended up waiting. We, they said it was going to open at 11. They didn't actually open till 12 and we sat down to eat around like one thirty or so That's um, not
1: bad for a lunch, you know?
0: No, no, no. It's like for an opening day attraction, you yeah. know, like I would rather sit and pound space meat in my face at, like and wait an hour and a half for rope drop for space meat face time than uh like ratatouille that right. you know like in in half half not the language I speak you at know what least, I mean so yeah, it's just at, like
1: at least I'm getting some space meat speaking of the lore for this it's the alpha it's the alpha centuri space station which is yes for the bravo centuri space station which is in horizons by the way just a little nerd thing for you guys there. Um, how do they get the the space cows up there? Are they up there, or do they bring them up on the okay. elevator like at the beginning? So the lore, of the day?
0: okay, the lore is I love this. The lore is first off, the lore is awful because the lore is very class. It's very classist. Okay. Right now, if there's a space in the lore of Epcot, there's a space hotel circling Earth. And only the elite billionaires and trillionaires can go and stay there. But you as the common man no. can can take an elevator up to a isolated restaurant in the hotel that the uh, that guests can't eat at, but there's only there for plebs, I guess, like losers. Wait, so it's <laughs> isolated? So like
1: the rich people don't have to smell us or see us?
0: Right, 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 right. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> they don't have to smell us, but they do see us because we become a poor person zoo. Because whenever you see someone like spacewalking it's the rich people no. just like hanging out in space like they're out there taking selfies doing like you know lightsaber battles and stuff and so it's this very classist thing it's just like you're too poor to be out there but you're not poor enough to spend five hundred dollars for a dinner for three you That's- know so it's like
1: that's kind of hilarious to me it is
0: it's incredible it's incredible I'm like very tempted to do a, a video about the problem with uh, the 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 classist, 220. We're doing this video <laughs> <Space> together, Dan. <laughs> We're doing this video okay, together. Okay, 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 okay. Perfect, perfect. I'll wait until you go, and then we'll take all of our hot takes, and we'll do a video together. All right,
1: all right. That's so, because you just have, like, Jeffrey Bezos and Richard, Richard Branson yes, out there. Yes, it's
0: very much like that. They're, like, uh, the, the queue, they're, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, like, really, like, uh, it's a lot of space tourism, guys. And so there's a hotel up there. Uh, it's very exclusive. It's very hard to get into, but this elevator, the elevator takes you up to the very exclusive lounge that you know that only you know so
1: mm, okay so lore wise this is the equivalent of us getting able to being able getting the privilege to spend five hundred dollars eating at the grand floridian uh you know lounge bar while well, no, no, it's okay, like okay. the doors are closed <laughs> And the guests can look in at
0: us. Yeah, know, yeah. Kind of no, no. Imagine imagine if there was like an elevator that took you up to the to the to the uh to the porch of Club thirty three right. and you could you, you could hang out on the porch <laughs> but you still and eat hot pay. dogs. And eat hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Eat seventy five dollar hot dogs on the porch of Club thirty three while all the windows are open and all the rich people who are eating at Club thirty three just gawk at you. I am I- A massive fan and a massive
1: hater of the Space 220 lore at the same time. This is the Uh, best And so, okay,
0: all produce is locally grown in space. I've seen the
1: tunnel. I've seen the space tunnel, the the, the veggie tunnel. It's
0: it's living with the space. Yes. (laughs)
1: Living with the the stars.
0: Living with the stars. Uh, And all the protein is shipped up and there are often and this is all, uh, one of my bigger complaints about the, the experience inside their dining restaurant is that there are often like docking ships and like uh and like cargo ships and like shuttles that are moving around the space outside the windows right And like, uh, like it would it would be hilarious to me if they're like you know if they're like uh, 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 fine dining protein delivery arriving now you know and so like as the spaceships yeah but there are there's it's it's practically silent inside the restaurant it's probably like other than mood music. Right. No, no, no. no, no. It's hum. just mood music in the restaurant. There's a low hum in the bathroom and there's a low hum in the hallway when you've up, the, when you get on the top of this elevator, but in the dining space there, it it, it suddenly the kinetic energy drops out in the dining space That's... in the lobby and in the bathrooms. And like, even a little bit at the bar, there's a little bit of kinetic energy, but like in the dining experience itself, it's very
1: flat. That's an interesting call. I would say, why not have both? Because you're in a space station. You you Google, Google space station ASMR. You're going to come up with a lot of low humming
0: sounds. Yeah, baby. It's all about that Star Trek hum, mm-hmm. you know, that like, that like, that like forward deck hum that is in like every Star Trek episode, you exactly. know, like that, that. It that's, that's where that's, that's that where that white noise, like, you know, magic is at. That and I was kind of rumble. Right. And then the other thing that stood out to me is how ev- all the space plastic, like how all the space It felt very Star Tours. It felt very Pandora. It felt very like it felt like you know how like Disney whenever something has to be like future space, everything they make all those cat like those like big plastic shells that are squarish and round on the corners. You know what I mean? Like they're always those. There's all those very specific like (laughs) like vacuum form shapes um, that like they just have the molds of and they're spacey and they're like well I guess this is you know so. This is the future, yeah, yeah, so, um So uh, the entire time I was in there, I felt like this uh, experience was wasted on mission space and would have been so much more appropriately Uh, use in something like uh, an equivalent of be our guest to like guardians of the galaxy. So you could go and eat, you could go and eat on the Milano and like, and one room is the forward facing deck uh, with the big windows. And then the other rooms, the cargo bay and the other rooms, like the mess hall, you know, like, like use it, like, and maybe we will. And and maybe this, I continue to say that, that Pandora was just a dry room for galaxy's edge. It was. And I think that, And I think that this is just a dry run for a little bit of the technology in uh, the Star Wars hotel, because it is, it has so much of that energy. It has so much of that, uh, that it feels like they were just playing around with like, okay, you know, like every good scientist is like, oh, like, let's do the half the experiment first, just to figure out how it works before we do the big experiment. And so, you know, like this felt very much like, let's just test some stuff out in a high class dining thing with very like, you know, anyway. No, you're, no, you're totally making sense. Cause this,
1: I think, would do you think the Disney fandom would have been angrier if it was a guardians of the galaxy themed restaurant like this, because it's an intellectual property. Whereas this is an original Disney (sighs) non-themed
0: restaurant. I, I think that, um, I think that the lack of theming, the lack of an IP or something adjacent makes the world feel very flat once you get into it, it you know can. what I mean yeah 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 there's not a lot of activity going on outside not a lot of stuff it's like it's like yeah I see a sp- you watch one or two spaceships go by or you see the same couple float down in the span of 45 minutes right and you're just like all right I've seen it I guess I'll just turn over here now and start eating uh, and right. it's not like the coral reefer it's like oh there's a shark let's see what a shark does uh, we can watch it for half an hour you know oh, or like you, let's
1: oh can you imagine if it was like if they had like an AI system similar to like guardians of the Galaxy? galaxy mission breakout in California where there is always something going on multiple somethings going on on the screen at different times different yes. areas different like that yeah would be, and that would be cool well
0: they, well they well there is there is that AI it's just it's just not it's just not very because there's 11 windows and 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 when you're in eating in there depending on where you're at you have very limited view or mm-hmm. just too much of a view so there's Always nonsense going on. It's just a matter of like it's just sparse nonsense. And if I if I like you know listen to Chris Hatfield w- well enough, mm-hmm. i to understand the space is just full of garbage. Like there's just there's just <laughs> garbage space garbage floating around. Like because we we have like it's full of satellites. There's just it's a it's like right. a it's like an escapist view, view of Earth. It's very bare bones up there in space. So
1: speaking of space garbage, do you think if every hour and a half they would go through say like a meteor shower and the lights would go from blue to red and you know seats would rumble yes, yes or, that's
0: what yes the rainforest cafe-ness of it is thinking, definitely missing yep. where, where occasionally we're like oh there's a there's like or, or like occasionally like a meet like every hour or like a whole uh, breach
1: be, where there's just like fans blowing on you and the air's getting sucked out somehow
0: well, right, yeah, like a like like a micro like a micro uh, uh, like, an event. like meteor, yeah, like like in like in gravity or whatever, like just right. some some shenanigans that just shenanigan, you know, that happens, uh,
1: for, you know, five ten minutes and then go away.
0: Right. Well, it's not even yeah. Right. Or it's like, or like, like comets could pass by and it's like uh, like a station be like announcing the uh, arrival of X comet. Like, it's like, okay, right. we're space tourists, but once we get up there, it's like, we, no one cares about us up once we're up there. It's, it's strange. It's strange. That
1: is interesting. And so there's the atmosphere and theming. How was the food, Dan?
0: The food was a uh, high-class wedding food. I mean, it's just was, it's the patina. It's the patina group, so it's like, you know, it's 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 fancy rest it's a fancy restaurant. It's a fine dining corporation that uh like it just feels like everything is very assembly line. Yeah, uh it's in, fine in a way.
1: dining, but it's like if McDonald's was fine dining where everything's on the conveyor belt.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like I'm at a wedding and all the steaks just were made and warmed up. It felt like, you know, yeah. like uh, the drinks were fun, but no more fun than abracadabra, which is Ooh. awful. So, uh, you know, I don't like abracadabra. So th- those, those know, drinks are I better served way. in space. They're better served in space. Yeah. So.
1: And I could, like I could go either way. in Abracadabra. bar. I've had some amazing experiences there with the amazing bartenders. I've had some terrible experiences there. But the, their drinks are weird. Um, but the people are always great. The theming's a bit. I like the theming. Aber- I I would say it's overall, my favorite. What do you what do you like about Abracadabra? When the
0: magic screens work, it's great. Yeah. When and they, when they uh, every two hours. Yeah. Uh, it's just it just feels very like after you get Trader Sam's and the level oh. of intimacy and, like, and magic. Yeah, and like Ocas, the fact that, they're like, we're doing a magic bar and we're going to do nothing with it. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, what do you mean you're doing a magic bar and the only trick you have is cotton candy disappears? This, what?
1: this could be the Haunted Mansion bar. They could, that could be the, the I, I'm, I'm thinking a similar sort of vibe for the Haunted Mansion bar, except everyone's dead and animatronics and effects and, you know, Maybe every Friday night you got Jerry the Magician coming in and doing some tricks. Well,
0: you know what? Space 220 does pull into the Haunted Mansion because no, all Dan, of the animated no effects, me. all the animated effects are using a a brand new high-tech Pepper's Ghost system um, that is like state of the art. It's like this new domed Pepper's Ghost where above you, above where you're eating, there's these big dome screens that are playing the animations that are then reflecting, that are then reflecting.
1: So it's so new it's age this big peppers. peppers ghost.
0: Yeah, it's new age peppers. It's digital peppers ghost. I guess they use those in arcade games a lot and stuff. But it's this new kind of and and similarly, it's peppers ghost in the uh, in the stellavator too. It's this reflective dome like projection trick. Interesting uh, to get to get the uh, and the stellavator animation is so like 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 command and conquer two you know Tiberian sun it's like it's just the most it's the most it's like it's bizarrely grainy and like oh, and like no. 480p and like and like CGI No, it's it just it's weird it's weird oh, it's weird
1: man I was hoping you would say the opposite I'm gonna reserve my own judgment though because I always do like to reserve judgment is there any reference reserve judgment to space station 77 or starport 75
0: yeah uh there are references to the mission space stuff. Mm. I think that you're suited up, like the people out there are suited up in similar colors uh, and suits that you see in the queue and display and like in the, in like the ride. Oh. I don't know, I
1: don't yeah, know. Yeah, space know. station, the space station and starport being space mountain is what I'm speaking of. Do you know? Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. Um, I don't know, actually. I'll have to keep an eye is, that when I'm there. There is, well, there is a part, there is one animation where two people uh, are carrying... Um, like some some like uh some racking like it's like big it's like a big piece of racking that they're moving but when they come back down they are clearly carrying uh a piece of roller coaster track clear as day so I, that's if I had to bet that it's a galaxy maybe it's a maybe it's a galaxy's Guardians cosmic galaxy. rewind yeah, yeah or maybe it's a space I don't know but they have a piece of roller coaster track at one point so I have a lot of But, but yeah, it's all, it's very devoid of it's we it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's really fun, but it doesn't have a lot of fun stuff mixed into it outside of its main premise.
1: Cause like it's separated off from the rich people. So if you could get, I know it, I guess it's not lore friendly, but have some astronauts come in there every now and then. I don't know.
0: Yeah. What I would like to do Dallin is um, maybe we do this. Like we'll we'll get reservations together. Uh, when spirit Halloween closes, they have a lot of like spacesuits. They have a lot of these space jumpsuits Talon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Say no more. Say no more.
0: I want to get as many of us as we can. And I wanted to get us like doing slow walks, like through the, through the wall corridors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best collaboration video of all time.
0: Yeah, get a bunch of vloggers to dress as uh, as astronauts and give the, send out the same Amazon. We could or, we could honestly organize this like a vlogger flash mob we where should. we're all in each other's videos. We'll just all try to book the same reservation. Uh, it's it, it would be so much fun. Oh, oh my gosh! But at the very least, me and you got to dress like astronauts and go eat in space,
1: <laughs> right? And you, did you go to the lounge while you were there? Because apparently the lounge well, yes. is open.
0: Here's the thing: is that your reservations are for the blacktop tables, which yes. is a price fixed menu. But if you sit at the white top tables or the bar, which cannot be reserved, they're walk up yeah, only, which only. is kind of nice. That's amazing. So that if you, if you, you can wiggle your way in there kind of, and the bar food and lounge food is so much better than the, di- the regular dining menu. It's incredible. And I had dinner, I had Caesar salad, I had lunch I had Caesar salad and steaks. Yeah. But when I had, um, when we went to, uh, when I went to the lounge by myself the following day to get the Tang drink, the Big Tang, which they ran out of when yeah, I was said, there. So yeah, they, they, they were out. And that's how you get astronaut ice cream. It's the only place astronaut ice creams in the restaurant is a garnish on the Big Tang. They had freeze dried stuff, but they, they had like, they had like chicken and waffles. They had, they had like bacon, maple bacon, deviled eggs. They serious? had some really delicious stuff. It was really good.
1: That sounds amazing. All right, so you said it ties into the Haunted Mansion with Pepper's Ghost, and we are now 20 minutes into the video, so let's talk about the Haunted Mansion, Dan. What do you say? Foolish astronauts? We did the foolish astronauts. That should be the thumbnail. We can Photoshop some space helmets on us, and instead of the background being like the the parlor, it'll be space, and we're just sitting in our chairs in space. (laughs) I love that. Make it happen. Um, I love that. Haunted Mansion. We did this last episode where we talked like 45, 50 minutes about, what was it? Muppets? Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about... I wanted to center this video around one animatronic that kind of used Pepper's ghost at the beginning. Not really. He's a legendary figure, Dan. A legendary figure in the Haunted Mansion that Ooh. is still not present where you are. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. I'm sure that oh, gave it away. HB! The old HB. This is HB's episode.
0: Mm, Hatbox Ghost episode.
1: Hatbox Ghost. So... Me, Hats in space. Tell me what you know about the Hatbox Ghost. Where did this legend all begin, Dan? You tell the story.
0: Well, he, he was like a... He's this... He was this like uh, animatronic effect that they really couldn't perfect, but they had built and he was there for a, 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 a period of time when On Mansion first opened in Disneyland. And he was mostly clear acrylic. It felt like it felt like a lot of like plastic shower mm-hmm. curtainy, uh, yeah. very much. And uh, the effect was just using tasteful lighting, which would allow the, the face of the ghost to disappear from off his shoulders into his hat box. Okay. Uh, it didn't really work. And it was retired shortly thereafter. There was there was hot debate on whether or not it even existed, but f- fine folks like you have done hard investigative work and proved that it's been that. there. It was there.
1: It was there. It was in the mansion for either a matter of days or a matter of weeks. I think it was a matter of days when, the, when it. Fe- it opened. feels
0: like days. It feels like days.
1: And yeah, you're right. Um, the modern hatbox ghost. We're just gonna skip ahead to him. Uh, if you look at him, he's very much not made out of clear plastic. He's definitely, you know. I don't know what... He's not really even made out of, like, fabric. The clothes that he wears isn't, like, fabric. It is a sort of, like, plastic, like, stage material. Raincoat.
0: It's very raincoaty.
1: Yeah. And so...
0: Maybe even, like, a leather, even. Like, a pleathery leather. Yeah,
1: like a very thick leather. Yep. And, okay, so... The effect obviously didn't work well, because instead of making the, the animatronic figure colored itself, you would have all these lights shining on it to make it look like it's a spectral, you know, ghost. Yeah. And with all those lights shining on it, you're going to be able to see inside the hat box no matter what. Because it was essentially a scrim that was lit. You know, they did it with the stretching room. They did it with the graveyard. If it's yep. lit from a certain angle, you know, you can see through it one way or the other. And the scrim was essentially lit at all times, whether it be the effect happening or the lights from outside shining onto the hat box ghost. And so the effect did not work. Um, you could, it was just like seeing both heads at the same time and then, whenever his head would disappear off of his shoulders and appear in the hat box, it would just seem like the hat box head got lit up a bit brighter. You could still see both heads. It was really, really still, bad. yeah,
0: it was weird. Yeah,
1: but what's interesting, Dan, is that was not the original hat box ghost animatronic, because people, this is all a whole conspiracy. They lost that animatronic. We don't know whether it was recycled or if it's back like in the buzzy shop.
0: Like buzzy
1: style. Um, I don't know about buzzy, but it was um. Like, like lost of the ages. Back in the day before yeah, before they did the you know archival stuff, they would just get rid of these animatronics. They would either scrap them or they would yeah. recycle them or they put them in storage. Yeah. And no one knows where that animatronic went if it was scrapped. No one knows, Dan.
0: Wow, that's interesting. It's a mystery. That's what, what do you think? What do you, what do you ultimately think happened? I
1: think it? he was recycled into yeah uh, other animatronics. I don't I don't not yeah, necessarily. Yeah. Ma- I'm not gonna say that it was one specific animatronic uh the legend is that he was recycled into the i think his name was sam eagle before the muppets were huge the eagle animatronic from america Sing. yeah sam eagle yep
0: sam eagle yeah oh interesting um uh you know, I would Natural imagine rumor. that there were a lot of parts in that animatronic. There are a lot of pneumatic pistons right. uh, at a time where the company was growing rapidly uh, and building new stuff constantly. Huge. Uh, so I would assume that the costume it was decostumed yep. and that probably uh, yellowed very quickly and just got disposed of because it was all it was all '70s acrylic, right. which was not UV treated in any way, shape, or form. It just it just did not have a shelf life. So I imagine that it was stripped down and then those things just deteriorated very quickly yeah. then the animatronic itself was parted out or repurposed into something else and it just kind of it just kind of truly faded away honestly
1: right it became it became other animatronics so in a way dan it's sort of beautiful that the hatbox goes to still around in some sh- shape and pieces in the disney parks today
0: i believe mufasa taught us that that is what we call the circle of the life the
1: circle of life now whether this just means the frame of the hatbox ghost was recycled into Sam Eagle, or if the entire thing I'm assuming it was maybe bits and bobs here and there, maybe, I don't know, but.
0: Well, I think that when you start to realize that like all the president's all the new presidents go on the same animatronic frame, and and then when they when the new president comes along, they just stick them on a new. F- they just put them. They just take the clothes and put them on a new frame in the back. Yep. But the main animatronic up front still stays the same because it's the most Because art- it's an A, you know, it's an A it one thousand a- exactly. or A one hundred, exactly, whatever you know. That, and so, um, that's gotta be the yeah, most famous sure.
1: animatronic in Disney history, right?
0: Right. And so, like, the evidence, the breadcrumb, Occam's razors, folk, the breadcrumbs are here that they use all this. Th- this is just how they do, mm-hmm. you know? This is just how they do,
1: right? But here's the thing, Dan is believe it or not, there was not just one Hatbox Ghost animatronic made, there were two Hatbox.
0: This is what's blowing my mind. Okay, tell me about this.
1: In it was not made for the Orlando mansion, Um, but it was made for promotional images. If you Google any picture of a man named Yale Gracie, you will see him posing with a hatbox ghost figure or animatronic. You never see it move. It's a photo that is completely different from the picture of the, you know, the clear plastic one that we ended up getting in the mansion, different face mold, different body mold. It is the hatbox ghost, but it's a completely different figure.
0: I'm Googling it right now.
1: Yeah. Just Google Yale Gracie and it'll come up with him posing, you know, with pictures of the head and the hat box. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely okay, different. yes. I've seen these photos. Yes. Yeah. So what so what so this was just a promo one? Is this one that we probably was like like a mock up of like of the of what the effect might be it before? Must have
1: been. It must, Before like, they rolled it out, so that means Dan that there are not there's not just one piece of uh hatbox ghost uh, you know animatronics circulating through the park animatronics these days. There are two somewhere unless this one was completely disposed of.
0: I have to imagine that this one is just a static figure. You know they had those. Um, you know Rolly did interview after interview where he has said, and it kind of, it blows my brain that they would like, when they were trying to figure out what to do with the mansion, they were building f- out full out attractions and warehouses, yeah. like the pirate room. The whole like thing. I would have, yeah. I would have I I w- like to see their, their like walkthrough pirate room attraction that apparently just mesmerized like every, like I would have loved to have witnessed that. Oh, um man. And so they did all these proof of concepts when dumped a ton of cash into them. So it is, I don't, I don't, I'm not hard pressed to believe that they built something like that to see how it peppered ghosts, because you can see in, in Yale's, in those pictures with Yale Gracie, some of them are, are like kind of translucent. Like they were playing around with the idea of it being half peppers, ghost, half not, right? you know? And like, and he's like, so I think they were really experimenting and that's like an experimental one. If you uh, like only, and I only base that off of like listening to Roley talk about how they built out, they just built big, big things yeah, left and right, right that just ended up getting, they just, and then just were not used Were just destroyed just for the purpose of testing. You can know, you
1: imagine Dan, can you imagine seeing the lost pirate scene or the lost mansion scene?
0: Right. When people ask me what I would do if I, if I could time travel, I'm like uh time travel back to the fifties and slowly infiltrate my way into, into what, what, what might become imagineering. <laughs> just
1: tell them like, yeah. yeah, I know about this little thing. It's called pneumatics. Have You ever heard of it? Right, yeah, try solar right. power. I know time travel to
0: the power. 50s, heavily researched pneumatics and solar power become <laughs> an uh, indispensable asset to Walt. That's yeah. that that would be what I would do of time
1: travel. <laughs> exactly. And that way you get your own part of Ep- you get your own Epcot pavilion to design. Dan, what would you design for your own Epcot pavilion?
0: I would like to think that they wouldn't give me an Epcot pavilion.
1: No, they, they would, would just put. You're the solar power. You're the solar power pneumatics guy. You oh, your, you know what?
0: That's true. You get your well F-top
1: pavilion. Rolly got the land. This is where
0: I went. This is where I'd roll in some uh, some other fresh ideas that I have, such as harnessing the power of lightning to power the theme parks. We, we why are we doing that? And the amount of lightning that shuts down test track. Why? Do, why are we harnessing that energy? You, could, you know, open, to um.
1: You could dare I say you could open attraction called harnessing the lightning. <laughs>
0: Right, that's what I'm talking about. Which every once in a while it actually harnesses lightning. And for that's real. And, 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 and we get, yeah, for real. And we get so much tax credit for it. Like it's not like it doesn't do anything, but it was a passion project oh, that, you know, was like, uh, that was like, it was like, you know what? It's like Tony Stark's Arc Reactor right. pre. Getting kidnapped by t- by the fake Ten Rings. It was a it was uh, a museum like,
1: piece, you know.
0: Right. It was just it was yeah exactly exactly this lightning thing is just gonna be a museum piece. But then one day a robot Walt will be powered by all the lightning I've we'll harnessed. Bring him. Do back. you understand?
1: Yes. <laughs> We're gonna bring it back. I actually talked about that apparently a lot in my last uh, Disney iceberg video. If you haven't checked that out. Oh like yeah, out.
0: man. I saw you did the Disney iceberg. What I was uh, for the longest time I was I've been racking my brain. like who's the best man to go to, to make a fresh, even deeper Disney iceberg than some of the ones we've seen. I think it's you and me, buddy. It's I think be you us. and I have the talents to make an iceberg that's unvideoable. I, I, you
1: I think That just can't so. be done. I think we can, because like I made the video and I was like, there's a couple things on the l- lowest of the low iceberg. And it's like club 33. And it's like, come on, come on.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. What about the pirate, like the, the, the pirate room? That would be on the, the lowest iceberg. Room. Yeah, thing. like
1: the, the test scene room.
0: Right or right, the right, second right.
1: animatronic, the second half box Ghost animatronic. That'd be like the second one down, I think, because that one's pretty easy to figure out. But like, right, what right, would be right, on right. the bottom of the bottom, Dan?
0: Ooh, okay, the okay, of the okay. Bottom
1: okay. Disney iceberg. So your your pavilion, your answer is harnessing the lightning for future world. I would assume.
0: Well, but but I have to roll in with solar stuff, so you okay. know,
1: harnessing. So you'd be doing, you'd be you you'd be doing your version of universe of energy
0: yeah 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 how much of universe of energy energy actually went into energizing the ride now this is the question that's something to think about i'm sure rob has a video about it we'll have to just google all right it later. so
1: that was that um the what did i ask you about before oh before <laughs> what were we on dan do you remember
0: um a uh, hat box hat box two hat box two. two we Hatbox were talking about, about Yale gracie
1: Oh, I need to go back oh. in the footage.
0: We were we were time traveling at some point. Time traveling, uh, and, and what would my pavilion be? I don't know.
1: Yeah, we'll come back to it. Um, I'm gonna be watching this over, and I'll be like, "You talked about it three minutes ago. Like, what's wrong with you?" Okay. Um, <laughs> so Yeah, the hatbox ghost. He deb- he debuted with the mansion, and oh, it was amazing. It was it was such a bad effect. Following you know the attic scene with the f- bats flying around and the cobwebs that would brush your face physically. Um, Physically. And with all of that, it was so noticeable how bad the hatbox ghost was that they had to take him out.
0: Yeah. Which is amazing. It It must have been horrible, Dan. It must have been. (laughs) Because we've seen what they've left in.
1: We saw saw what they went with. If they
0: had to take that out. (laughs) Okay, if there was a... (laughs) that's the real thing that's the real question if there's one thing in the haunted mansion that you just want to get rid of because mm-hmm. it's just a mess what would you get rid of oh
1: man um well i would change the voice of the bride in the attic i'd change oh, okay. the whole bride i'd change all i'd change everything about Constance. i think that animatronic it's not even animatronic it's a projection figure has not aged yeah. well at all at all.
0: Keep Constance, but she needs a whole right. new redo, energy.
1: Yeah, redo. Give her an animatronic. Redo Constance completely.
0: You know what? That makes it. Dallas, that's so smart of you. And what we do is we use the hatbox technology so that. But with Constance, so that she can phase in and out of all the attic, left and right. She's oh, constantly she's disappearing. And, you. Yes, she's constantly disappearing and reappearing around the portraits of her of her decap. Like we do something cool like that. Would I'm right there the with the you. Keep
1: the middle buddy. school lenticular binder uh, photographs, or would you replace No, those?
0: man. Have we talked about lenticular we have. printing? We have. Oh, you're making my teeth hurt. Never just run uh, your finger across. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did that for fun in middle school. I can't hear you. I can't hear you.
0: I'm, you're over here now <laughs> until I feel safe.
1: <laughs> all right, Dan, it's over. I've gotten all the lenticulars out of my system.
0: Yeah, we could get rid of those lenticular prints. Just a couple OLEDs doing what they did with the Harry Potter. Um, some OLED screens with some of the Harry Potter Q. Like energy with those moving portraits that are just screens with Matt Covered glaze on yeah, them. Yeah, and that's what... We, we could. We have a lot of fun that's with... Uh, what the, with the...
1: I believe that's what the changing portraits are in Orlando. I do not believe they're oh, the same right, are paintings that Disneyland has.
0: No, because they've changed... Yeah, they now they now go with the lightning, right? Yep. They, like, change... Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they both have their appeal. Uh, Disney World's changing portraits are more clear when they transform, but Disneyland's, I think, look more realistic. So it's, it's give and take. Hmm. Um, okay so they take the hatbox ghost out he is relegated to the realm of myth and legend Dan for the better part of 50 years uh 45 years I believe um and then Dan in the in the in the early 2010s Disney debuts a brand new hatbox ghost audio animatronic concept at d 23 yeah at d23 mm-hmm. yeah
0: d23 right yeah right. Now that one was is still different from what we ended up with, correct?
1: Honestly, thank goodness that it is different because I did not like the look of that animatronic at all, personally.
0: I'm I'm googling it real quick. He's okay. Very, yes, he's I, very I remember. Lanky.
1: his cane is very small.
0: He looks yeah. He's very weird. Young. Yeah. It's it's almost like they they're, they use the Jack Skellington like animatronic to like it, drape with. It looks it's, very. He's yeah. very bony, mm-hmm. very lanky,
1: and I get they're going for because the Hatbox Ghost in the Mansion now is bony, but he's not like he's a he's a hunched over old man. He's not like very large and and you know lanky like this one is.
0: My question is just what were we showing off anyway? Like, I've, it's like, here's the hatbox animatronic that doesn't do the thing that we still, it's like, it was like, what were we date? What were we showing off?
1: You guys remember the hatbox ghost animatronic effect that we hated? Well, it's still not here. We're still yeah, not doing still it. Yeah, it still doesn't work.
0: <laughs> Check it out.
1: <laughs> I think, Dan, that that was Disney's way of saying, hey, keep, keep an eye out.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. They probably were It
1: yeah, was them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was them seeing, you know, gathering feedback on, hey, how does this animatronic look? Kind of thing. Because uh, he had his an empty hand where his hat box should be. He was just had a, a closed fist and nothing. He was yeah. like, He wasn't holding anything. Yeah. Um,
0: and he's also draped like he's about to sing me like love, like love songs. He looks like from like in like the seventies. Yeah. He looks like there's it's like a vinyl out there. You know what I mean? Hat box ghosts sings
1: <laughs> sings the, the the oldies yeah hatbox ghost sings you to sleep
0: yeah he's an interesting he's got some interesting looks he doesn't
1: look like the you know old the old hatter traveling from town to town vagrant kind of guy he looks more like a like a, a pop, Liberace esque yeah kind of guy.
0: <laughs> he's very much like hey <laughs> hatbox is here got his on who his needs a hat on the piano. <laughs> Yeah. Elton John style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, his candelabra just follows him and floats right, behind and him.
1: Right, floats down <laughs> the hallway at him.
0: And never sits on the piano. It always floats above the piano. You understand?
1: Right. I guess that makes more sense.
0: <laughs> Man, hap, the Hatbox Ghost is a lounge act with... <laughs>
1: That's got to be in our lounge. That's got to be in yeah, our yeah, better and... abracadabra
0: where it's- Every once in a while, his head disappears off of him at the at the piano and reappears in the audience and he's, he's still singing, but his head's just floating he's around. And he's like, whoa! You know? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boo, baby, whoa! <laughs> and he reappears back on stage. He's still playing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the, and the backup singers, the backup instruments are like
0: Leota's like seance room
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing. Oh
0: yeah, one hundred percent. I would buy a ticket to that.
1: I would. I would spend two hundred dollars for some uh, Patina Group uh, food for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's our nighttime. I know we were we were we were really big fans of the spooky spook do do review. Yeah. But I think that our Haunted Mansion Hotel actually has a, a Hatbox Liberace evening, an evening with Hatbox. An yeah, evening with Hatbox. <laughs> and he's
1: like, hey, he doesn't even have a name. He just comes up and he's like, hey, everyone, how are we doing tonight? My name is Hatbox, and I'm going to be singing to you the blues tonight.
0: Yeah, HB, H, HB. Blues. I'm, I'm,
1: it's the HB Blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Voiced by of course by cory Burton. But then like he starts singing and it's just like covers it's like spooky covers of pop of like popular music, you know, where they just change some of yeah, the lyrics yeah, yeah. to make it like hot imagination. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh i really i really truly do love this and i hope that one day when we get to the place where they're doing like star wars visions but for haunted mansion one of them is is a liberace (laughs) hatbox ghost
1: (laughs) if muppet's haunted mansion is a success and the haunted mansion movie with owen wilson is a success i'm just i'm just i'm gonna say it they're gonna start the haunted mansion is gonna be its own franchise
0: Lord Willing and they're going to give all yellow shoes a call. yellow shoes is going to give us a call a here call to to be like the comedic relief in the in the episode we'll you know what I mean we'll just
1: this. I'll be Ezra we'll just
0: be the we'll, yeah we'll just be the yeah, oh yeah and I'll be Phineas oh yeah or or, so, or we could just
1: be the background singers you know all of us with our microphones in the back you know doing the shoulder the, right, the step touches right
0: right 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 now we just need someone incredibly short to be Gus
1: we'll get back to you on that if anybody yeah, knows we'll any short bearded men just give us a call. Um, apparent who was Gus in the live action? Do you remember the Disney Visions, the Disney Dreams photo shoot? Remember, it was like Taylor Swift was yes. Rapunzel. Yeah, like, it's um, it,
0: it, it was, was the Will it Ferrell, was the...
1: Jason Siegel and Jack Inconceivable. Black. It was Jack, Black. Uh, yeah, Jack
0: Black, yeah, Jack Black, yeah, Jack Black, Jack Black. And then what's his face played that that character in the movie? Because there was like the there weren't there like the three bumbling idiots yeah, 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 in the yeah, yeah. in the movie. Oh, I know who you're talking about.
1: It's Rex. He's
0: Rex. Yeah,
1: yeah, inconceivable. Yeah, that yeah, guy. yeah, from Princess Bride. I've I've seen Princess Bride once, and I loved it. Um, what's his name? It's
0: a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I'll I know. always Rex, know him. Yeah. I'll
1: always know him as Rex because that was my childhood.
0: Anxiety guy. Anxiety. The guy who's
1: always nervous.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely that's oh, his trope. Man.
1: Okay, so hatbox Ghost, That'll be so. That'll be the fourth incarnation of a hatbox ghost uh, figure. My, the two original ones, the one new one, I guess it'd be the fifth, the two new ones. And then the, 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 Liberace one,
0: the Liberace one. Yeah. What, what spearheaded is there, was there any kind of like what spearheaded getting the hat bucks back into Disneyland? What would event was it that like, it was like, we're doing it.
1: I remember they told the story. There was an Imagineer and he made it his personal mission. He was high up enough where it's like, you're an imagineering if you just have like a passion project you know you could just get like 3 people and just have a build it Kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I say this all the time about management at Disney. It's like all we need is one person who needs to, who wants to do one thing as a legacy mm-hmm. thing, you know. And I, and I'm often. I, I, think that if I was ever put in that position, it'd be a Walt animatronic. It'd be like a Walt show. Where would you put? Like it? that would be my.
1: Like where Phil? Carousel of Progress. Now or yeah, or Carousel, Carousel of Progress. Progress. No, no. no I better. would that's gut better.
0: Carousel Project, rebuild it all as a, as a as a Walt no, story no, no, no. using move,
1: Walt's. Dan, you give us back Carousel of Progress, and we'll let you do your Walt show.
0: I was thinking we could divvy up the scenes from Carousel Project. Give one scene to the Smithsonian. Give one scene, you know, like like hand out the scenes so they can still live on in certain places. So you can go and still visit them. You know what I mean? Like send one to the Walt Family Museum. You know, put one in like. Yeah, you gotta you know, send the
1: original back to the Walt Disney Family Museum. The 1900 turn of the century one goes to the the family yeah. museum. I would rather keep it all together though and give a use to that giant circular building at the back of Tomorrowland at Disneyland that is currently home to nothing. Home to nothing, yeah. Dan. Nothing. You don't think it's always funny to me how they have such little room at Disneyland, yet there's so much thing, so many places in the parks where there's just nothing. It's interesting to me. Yeah, the back of most of Tomorrowland, true. you know, the back lot of DCA over by you know Avengers Campus. It's just
0: yeah, do do you got
1: come on. Um, so they use the Hatbox Ghost at D twenty three to get some feedback, maybe to see how that looks. Apparently, the feedback was a resounding "just make it look like it used to," um, and so right. for the 40 we don't reinvent the wheel for the forty-fifth of the haunted mansion, I believe, or something like that. They announced with a single photograph that the hatbox ghost would be returning to the mansion. And before this, Dan, speaking of lenticulars, I know you love them. There was a wall that went up outside the attic where the hatbox is today, of a window. And inside that window, it would be just slight, sort of like darkness, and then you'd pass by it, and there'd be like a gargoyle from the stretching room inside, as is a lenticular. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was a sort of like mini temporary scene that they had going on right there, just like oh, a so they did, scene. did they
0: put up the did they put up a wall so they could start working behind it? Yeah, they were or... putting up
1: the animatronic, and so oh, so this that's was, cool. This was before they had even announced he was coming back, so everyone was like looking at each other, going like. They're bringing... The what did they box just goes, do? Yeah, The hat box ghost <laughs> is coming back. And so they announced it and they brought it back, Dan. New and improved. And this one Imagineer, it was his legacy project. He figured out how to do the effect pretty well. I will say there's one problem where the hat is a little dim. The head is a little dim when it's in the hat box. But f- yeah. for the most part, it works better. And now, Dan, do you work. do you know how the effect works? How they How they changed it from last time? Is it a like com- it's a, I believe
0: it's a combination of a screen, a pepper's ghost and some physical animatronics doing some, doing some things.
1: Yeah. So the, his, his normal face when it's on his head is a projection, you know, cause it looks like a projection, but this is the only way they could do yeah. it. I hate projection animatronics for the most part. Frozen ever after is very bad. Uh, yep. Uh, the, Buzz Lightyear. The ride is amazing. The the faces. Are Lightning the worst. McQueen. Lightning McQueen. Lightning
0: Mc. La- th- th- that car's ride right is so great, except for Lightning McQueen's fat mouth. It's it, Lightning McQueen's mouth is the worst. It's
1: So weird to me because, ah, man, it looks like they used like a like a thirty nine dollar you know like wall projector that you'd like hook up to your phone Bluetooth wise for his mouth. Yep.
0: It's very yep.
1: very bad. Um, so where, you know, Elsa's face, it's, it looks like you're watching television. Um, right. But right, it does. for the Hatbox Ghost, it works a little bit better. You can still tell it's a projection. But it has to be a projection, Dan, because the face collapses in on itself and goes into the chest of the figure.
0: Right. Where, where the face gets projected on. Yes, it when slips, it's on his head. It, it, tur- it, goes, it turtles. Yeah, it
1: turtles in. So that way you don't have the problem of seeing two heads at once. Right, and then, like you said, when it appears in the hat box, you have the Pepper's Ghost style um, reflection of the of the another projection, you know, looking around before it the, the head comes back up and uh, reforms, and the projections come back on on his head.
0: Right, and now I feel like inside the hat box itself, it's a Pepper's Ghost plus a screen, like to give it some depth. Like there's like there's like, is it right? Is no, it, no, like, it's, can, like it's like it's like this. Two- it,
1: you can see that the front of the hat box is a scrim. The way the original was, it's still kind of got that scrim in there, but
0: oh, I see. So that when it's lit, it it's and it lights up inside, it's it not, becomes a, more because visible because it's not a physical
1: prop. You could just turn off the projector and like the hat box it disappears, is empty. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was definitely the way to do it. And I love, I love that little bit of um animatronic, like uh, like like accent that really pulls the head out and like makes a turtle to make it disappear. It's pretty cool. It it makes, it's a great effect. If they had
1: just turned off the projections, you would still see his head there. It would just be completely black. You know, it'd be just a dark head that you'd still be able to see. But the fact that it collapses in makes it look, there's nothing there. There literally, there is physically, there's nothing there when his head disappears from his body.
0: Right. What I, and now, I am I am long on record saying that the Hatbox Ghost would be an incredible walk around character for like a for like a Halloween parade, yeah. like a nighttime thing. Uh, and if you did him like the Headless Horseman, where you lifted up the shoulders to like halfway through a cast member's head, right. and then really played with that high collar, hung a hat, draped like a lot of like layered black fabric, so that the cast member's eyes are just peering through like the specific spot. Yeah. but. He's holding a hat box with the head in it, with the actor's and head in it, no, with the, with, the skull, the, with the skull, with the the skull, okay. with like that, with the spooky hat box head in it, um, and uh, it, it's using the controls like Remy from Epcot. So right. he has on the handle, he can make it look left and right. He can make it like smile blink. just by like squeeze. Yeah. yeah, he can he can do a couple things to it, but and essentially at night, if it's tastefully lit in a parade, I think that effect could really pay oh, off. Wow. Uh,
1: and then you could have like the Iron Man Stormtrooper thing, where different hand gestures or different gestures of his cane right. will trigger. I don't know if he'll speak. I don't know if the Hatbox Ghost should speak, but he could do different.
0: Troubles, no, he just he just grins. Yeah, he just grins, grins. and yeah.
1: laughs because the laugh is Corey Burton, the Ghost Host from Haunted Mansion Holiday. He oh, is interesting! the official voice of the Hatbox Ghost.
0: He does such a great job with the his his the, the holiday narration.
1: He matched it. You can tell it's not Paul Freeze, but he matched it. Yeah, of so course. So close, like it's it's near very close. Like for people like us who don't who, who know who Paul Freeze and Corey Burton are, we can tell. But people who don't know what is a Paul Freeze, I'm sure it's indistinguishable.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 It's pretty. It's a. I love I love I love it. I love it so much. I, I and and at Disney World I feel like there is it's 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 weird. It's weird. Have you ever talked about or d- dive d- dug into the fact that like at Disney World, it's the the bride is chopping heads, and there's hat boxes full of heads at Disney World. But at Disneyland, it's the hat box having a stack of hat. Bo- you know, like yeah. There's this like there's this there's this bizarre headless like head collecting thing a- in both mansions, but they but they 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 have two separate story paths. Well,
1: here's something that's interesting is because. Haunted Mansion opened 69 at Disneyland, 71 at Disney World. They were making both mansions at the same time. So part right. of me thinks that they were going to do a hatbox ghost in Orlando, in Orlando. But, you know, when the mansion opened at 69, they just completely trashed it. But since the attic scenes are one-to-one recreations of each other, even down to that black garage door on your left-hand side when you go into the attic scene, by the way. I always thought yeah. that was weird. Um
0: Ghost needs a, gr- a ghost needs a garage. I guess, yeah, where's you know?
1: Constance gonna keep her, her Hummer, you know? She gri- she drives a Hummer. Right. She seems like the kind right. that
0: would one hundred percent. Constance Constant has no regard for the environment. No, no, no. In any way, shape, or form. No. <laughs> carbon footprint is huge. Massive <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> carbon footprint is a great bad name. And then her, her the license
1: way. plate, what her license what did her vanity plates say? Say like out, uh, it's like uh,
0: um, out
1: for blood, like the letter and uh, B-L-D, or like
0: heading for you. Heading
1: for you. Yeah, H- HDNG. <laughs> H-D-
0: <laughs> yeah, HDNG for you. HDNG dash for you.
1: Right. I was going to say like off with their head, but I guess that's more Alice in Wonderland. Esque.
0: Yeah, definitely more Red Queen.
1: Um, and then, so speaking of Red Queen, uh, Villains Grove at California Adventure for Oogie Boogie Bash. I
0: did probably would be the best, Amazing. right? I did. Her license, I did. Her license plate just yeah, saying, I did. I
1: did, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I did.
1: Death. Something like that. I think I yep. did, yeah. Um, and so, Dan, did you see the trailer? I'm going to ask you right now,
0: did you see the trailer? Okay, or Haunted Mansion, Muppets Haunted Mansion. Speaking of Hatbox Ghost. I'm getting, yeah, Fozzie
1: Bear, right? Fozzie, with teeth, because the Hatbox Ghost has teeth, so they had to get has Fozzie teeth, teeth.
0: Has teeth, teeth. <laughs> Which, puppets with teeth is very upsetting to me. At least with, and, um, at least
1: with Mr. Teeth, that's with, his whole thing, is he's got teeth.
0: Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, well, what, what, what I'm getting Puppets with human teeth that shouldn't have human teeth. The biggest one is E.T. Google, um... Uh, uh E.T. with with teeth and E.T. has human teeth. It's really no weird. Way. When he's when he screams, when he's like ah! he has a f- full row of chompers, man. No way. <laughs> he does, he Which has is, teeth. Human Which, teeth. Okay. They're like, and I'm going to bring this, yeah, human teeth, human teeth. And I'm going to bring this full circle. You're going to love this. The guy who wrote Muppets Haunted Mansion was the one who did the original paint job on E.T. Kirk, One of Kirk Thatcher's first claim to fame was painting E.T., was doing the paint job on E.T. He's been playing the long con this whole time. <laughs> yes. He says, one of these days,
1: I'm going to do another Muppet, and it's going to have I'm going to put teeth. human
0: teeth <laughs> on that bear. <laughs> Thatcher Disney, Muppet teeth enthusiast Disney approached
1: you to do Muppet Tony mansion. he says I will on one condition
0: but <laughs> yeah.
1: but they're like oh what's your like, teeth budget what's your teeth what's your teeth budget what is your what's your opinion of teeth on a on a on a puppet bear
0: but to answer your question I have not watched it in its entirety because I'd like to go in as cold as I That's can. a good that's a
1: good idea. I watched the whole thing. I don't think it gave away too much for me, but going in cold is probably the best way to go.
0: Yeah, like I already know too much about the special guests. which are all weird, but I mean they, that's Muppet special guests are always yeah, weird. They picked, it's like they that's just weird, that's I
1: was just, I was expecting to see like The Rock, you know, and like Chris Hemsworth, you know, the Disney A-listers. Instead you... you yeah.
0: No, anyway. no, no. No, no, Disney A-listers. No, we're pulling people from Fox. We got Will Arnett to show up. And he's he's in he's like whoa, whoa. Fox's Golden Boy. The
1: Lego Batman Will Arnett is going to be in Muppet. The One. Lego
0: Yes, the yes! Lego Batman, the the host of Lego Masters. Yep. Uh, will Arnett will be on um uh, Will Arnett is slowly becoming America's like 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 a surrogate for like Lego. He, he must and like be. that's weird. Yeah. That's weird. It's like who, who is Will Arnett to be the Lego He's guy? He's the
1: Lego guy. You know? And you know what's weird to me, Dan, is maybe maybe they approached these people who they they wanted fans people who were fans of the Haunted Mansion. Maybe they wanted people with knowledge of the source material. I'm wondering yeah. how. I don't. I'm, I'm wondering a lot about this special. Um, the biggest, f- the biggest uh, celebrity who was a fan of the Haunted Mansion before this was a celebrity by the name of Drake Bell, and that didn't go too well. So, we got people like Owen Wilson and Will Arnett now taking over the reins. Did
0: you watch his his Zoom court appearance? The worst. <laughs>
1: I love I love the
0: And then someone edited it with all the laugh tracks the and laugh sound tracks and tracks effects from the Josh, show. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh, brutal. The internet's brutal. brutal. What is. are we doing here?
1: <laughs> We're talking about uh, animatronics, Muppets and Dan Space Beef.
0: S- space beef. Yeah, yeah. Uh spa- Muppet Ghosts in Space is the name of this. Muppet episode. Ghosts
1: in Space. <laughs> yeah. That's actually uh, perfect. Hatbox Muppet Ghosts I- in Space.
0: I'm That's really cool looking one. forward to, um, The Muppets Haunted Mansion. I really am. I'm. Kirk Thatcher is known, of course, for uh, writing Muppets Treasure Island, mm-hmm. Muppets Wizard of Oz. So uh, he does. I feel like he does a really. He has a really great grasp on translating, um, and like and like and and making. Uh, existing materials campy right. in the Muppet style because Muppets are very campy when they're done well, they I think uh, it's a lot of camp. And so uh, Kirk, and Kirk also wrote like Muppets take the, uh the bowl, like Kirk is, uh, uh, he he does all the, sp- like the shorts, like the, like the Bohemian Rhapsody and yeah. the you know, like all those. I, so I really appreciate how the Kirk's grasp of the Muppets and how, like how he, what he, he does. does, how he, how he, how he do. He does so I'm, truly. I'm, I'm excited.
1: I would say, yeah, he understands the Muppets and, You know what else is campy, so it works perfectly well, is the Haunted Mansion. Very campy. Muppets are campy.
0: Oh, yeah. Super. Yeah. This is a match made in heaven. It's going to be my new favorite Muppet movie, and it's not even a Muppet movie. I always
1: thought that was good. I mean, it it shows that they didn't try to stretch it out too long, and it shows that it's not just... It's like a 50-minute special. Like, perfect. That's good.
0: Yeah. And I think the Muppets doing this kind of stuff, like, in the parks... Like, the Muppets in the parks are, are definitely where they belong. The Muppets are do su- such great work in the parks. Before we leave, so, Dan, did
1: you see the news? Kermit and Miss Piggy are returning to Disneyland for the first time in ages. For meet and greets? We don't know. But they announced the oh. Marius Nights celebration, the first Christmas party ever at Disneyland Resort. And at Disneyland. When do be, tickets go on sale? Uh, I think. they Are going to go? I believe they're on sale. I'm going to try. They're not sell they didn't sell out as fast as Oogie Boogie Bash, but I will try. Dan, if you're gonna go, we should go together.
0: Well, if we if we can meet Piggy and Kermit, are you kidding me? Buddy, we're going I don't
1: know if it's like the full size dress up meet and greet characters, like from opening day of MGM Studios.
0: It's not. Or if it's just I gonna be tell the puppets from
1: the uh, great moments in history shipped to California.
0: Nope, not even those. No. There are there's a there are a set of uh Kermit and Piggy. Muppets um, out in California that are on Disney's pro- like in Disney's property oh, on, uh, that they Disneyland use for the- like in Burbank in D- the Disneyland Burbank. It's a, it's a stunt set of Kermit and oh, piggy gotcha. that they use that they used for the parade there was a, there was a, there was like a parade where they had like a, a sized up stunt Kermit and piggy. Then they started to use those for the L cap. When the new Muppet movies came out, they did like stuff at the L cap with them. So there are actually, there's a pair of uh, a Kermit and piggy uh, at, uh, Disney, like over there that are sized up park ready they're like indestructible they're little tanks so I'm sure it's going to be a, a puppet scale be. meet and greet
1: oh yeah. can you okay so speaking of puppet scale meet and greets can you imagine it's like the great moments in history Muppets but it's like a like stand in line for you know 16-20 minutes and then you just meet the Muppets like just talk to Kermit
0: I know, right. Wouldn't that be absolutely amazing? I uh so they said what? That they're just gonna be at the merriest That's Thing? All they like, said or what? is
1: that uh the Muppets uh dressed up at like kinda like Christmas Carol Muppets are gonna be there. Like Charles like a Muppets Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens are gonna be there on on Main Street USA. That's all we know.
0: Oh, okay. So maybe it's going to be a great moments kind of show if that's the case, because I know for a fact that they have worked, they have started working on, or at the time that they were doing great moments, they were exploring other, other park second floor window opportunities.
1: I'm so sad. They took that show away. People loved that.
0: It's it's, it was so expensive. Really? Yes, because those Muppets were out in full sun and they were getting sun bleached. And so they would turn white. And oh. so they'd have to constantly reorder them. Uh, and they were also being stored outdoors. Like it was outdoor spaces. Like they weren't like, you know, they were air conditioned, but they were also exposed to the elements. And so these puppets just, they just, they just disintegrate. They just, they just burn out very quickly. Very, that very darn quickly.
1: Darn Florida yeah, so. sun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it was an expensive show. It was a super expensive
1: I'm show. I'm looking for what they said specifically about the Muppets at Marius nights, but yeah, they're going to be on main street. That's all we know. And I, okay.
0: Main street says, okay. Then one of two things they're on a be a main street vehicle. Oh, you know From what? Like, That's plausible. Main street vehicle. We're now into, we're now into foolish Muppets again. So, we
1: are, uh, we are getting into foolish Muppets. This is a Muppet theme <laughs> podcast in, 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 should we go? in, in, in ti- everything but title only. I think we should go. Foolish, we should um. Well,
0: should we go after dark? Yeah, after dark? after dark. dark, foolish yeah.
1: puppets after dark. Did you see Shang Chi yet? Of course, I saw Shang Chi. I love that. Movie. Or did
0: we talk about this last time? We didn't talk about this. It just it just came out. But but but. I
1: have the magic band. It's sitting so right good. Over there. Oh, it's so good.
0: Oh no, I saw it as a prop in one of your videos, bro. Yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. Um. So, the end credits scene.
0: Yeah. What about what's going- the the mid credits or the end? Oh, credits? sorry, the mid
1: credits scene
0: mid credit scene, they're just, you know, um, I, they're just, uh, they're just, you know, re it up. Right. They're just trying to, right. cause it's like a, it's like a T te- Kevin from and always says that the MCU is just a TV show now. So like it every really episode, is. it's just, it's just every episode's connected to the next one. It's just, there's no, there's always going to be interconnectivity. Television and I think that through movies, Right, exactly. And I think that as a whole, Shang-Chi stood for for the first time in a long time as an independent film you can watch it with, from yeah, the MCU. Absolutely, you can watch with it. Zero and let, context. No, yeah. and right, and so it. like, and people complain about that all the time. Where's the original, where are the original stories? And so here's one, uh, and but we still have to mix it in. Like we still have to pierce the, into the MCU, right. you know? What I'm more fascinated by is the, Venom 2, let there be carnage after credit scene. I haven't, heard, which okay, I haven't heard. Have you, uh, Dan? Have you heard the rumors? Do do, it's bonkers, bro. I heard the, it's bonkers.
1: Okay, I haven't. Is I don't know if it's leaked, but I know it ties into Far From Home. Right? Spoilers. I don't think it ties spoilers, into
0: Far. No, I don't think it ties into Far From Home. Spoil, yeah, spoilers. By the way, I think that it just. It, I think it just, I think that right now they're very much playing with the multiverse kind of stuff. And I think that it very much plugs. It's it very much plugs the, the possibility of that character poking into the MC. So tell me, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't co- like solidify anything. Tell me it's what just Tell just me like, what
1: this is. Cause I've, I know that. All it's right, a, mega
0: spoiler, mega, spoiler. Mega, all mega, right. mega, mega, mega spoiler. But I guess at the end, it's like Eddie and Venom just chilling in a hotel room somewhere. Right. And Venom's like, Hey, Do you want to see what else, like other experiences my species has had? And and Betty's like, okay. And there's like this big flash of light. And then suddenly Venom standing in a hotel, another hotel room. and the TV is playing and it's J Jonah Jameson. He's like, ah, Spider-Man, he's killed Mysterio. Uh, and Venom like licks the screen. And he's like, mmm, that guy. Or it's oh like, yeah, mm, or Tasty like, or something. Spider-Man
1: it looks delicious.
0: Yeah, it looks delicious. Yeah, something like that. And then it's over and then it's over. And then someone walks into the hotel room. He's like, what are you doing here? Uh, and so it's this weird, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what is going well, on with it. But you gotta, you gotta
1: think yeah. that when Sony took Spider-Man, Spider-Man away from Disney, Disney or Sony was like, all right, we'll give him back to you. But you gotta let our movies oh, yeah, be in the MCU, yeah.
0: right? But like now, that's like we've got Mobius, you know, Mo- coming Morbius soon. with
1: with Jared Leto, Morbius, Lito. right? Not,
0: not Mobius, Morbius, yeah, Jared Leto, yeah. We've Can got Venom, we've got Kraven.
1: If we had a Mobius movie,
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I can't imagine <laughs> I'm just waiting for Mobius to end up being the silver surfer or something. You know what right. I mean? Like I can't wait. And Owen Wilson, like voice and Gal- like, or maybe Owen Wilson's like a Galactus variant. I can't wait for whatever payoff is going to be. Whatever Owen Wilson is, uh, because it's, it's got to pay off into something, right? Well, all I we mean, know is he
1: likes he, jet skis.
0: Yeah. Well, he likes jet skis and that has to pay off in some, in some spades at some right. point. It's got to pay off. It's gotta pay yeah, off. got to pay off. Yeah. He likes to surf. Yeah. He likes to surf, dude. He likes the he likes to ride the waves. Right. He's If if we have an Owen Wilson silver surfer bro, I will go bonkers, man. It's, oh, it's going to be amazing. Wow. Oh wow, that's going to be Wow, wow. wow. <laughs> Galactus
1: is coming, guys. You got to get ready. Wow. <laughs>
0: oh. I'd be down for that, and and with that, and with, with that, that, how could there's nothing? There's nothing better we're gonna be we able to we say. We can't top that. Then you as Owen Wilson as a Silver as a, Surfer. Good me Lord. playing <laughs> Owen
1: Wilson, playing Morbius, playing the Silver Surfer.
0: Oh my gosh! All right,
1: everybody. Well, thank you so much. Hurry for back! Watching. Hurry back! Hurry back! All right, now remember last episode we tried to go as high as we can. Let's try to go as low. Oh, you're to go. Can.
0: You're gonna beat me on this All one. Right, All you, right, you start. You start. You can start. <laughs> All right. You know what? I've been laughing. This is a <clears throat> I, this is a vocal. I have to lower my and it's down. It's actually down here, and it helps if you lightly tap your chest when you're working on low notes. I, I this is uh, I'm hurry hurry back hurry back hurry back hurry back hurry back hurry back. Hurry back. Okay, here we go. It just sounds like I'm saying "furry back."
1: Furry Furry back. I think that's as low as I can go.
0: Any lower? I think that's it. I
1: think that's the limit. Furry Furry back. back. Nope. (laughs) That's I. It's the the best way to
0: get into it is through your speaking tone, and not and then to lower your palate as you're talking as low as you can. I try not to to to
1: speak in my low real voice, Dan, because that would break the internet.
0: Oh, is this just a whole put-on thing? Is yeah, you're I always
1: speak three registers higher than I normally speak in real life.
0: <laughs> that's so specific. You ever heard like three. James Earl Jones?
1: <laughs> Imagine that, like an octave lower, and that's my true voice.
0: Wouldn't it be hilarious if James Earl Jones had like some really high-ass voice? Yeah, he just puts and- <laughs> a, he puts on the James
1: Earl Jones voice for everything. Yeah,
0: he puts on the James Earl Jones. Oh All right, gosh. everybody. All right. You beat me. You beat me with the hurry back. I did. I also beat
1: you with the all right. All right.